Angie, and I want to welcome you to our podcast. We are the Faithless Sisters, four women who love Jesus and who have committed to spending time studying the Bible and growing in friendship with each other. We love being together, and we hope that you'll enjoy your time with us. Well, hi there. Welcome back to Hebrews chapter 11, the Hall of Faith. Um, We have spent the last couple of episodes camping out with Abraham. Um, We've talked about Abraham and his journey. Um, We've talked about uh, Abraham and Sarah. And today we're going to talk about Abraham and Isaac. Um, We finished up our last episode talking about the birth of Isaac, who is um, the promised son of Abraham and who all of Abraham's descendants, not all, but the unnumbered descendants um, from Abraham were going to come through Sarah. And um, so Isaac is this amazing promised child um, who they didn't believe was going to come. And then they're old and as good as dead, right? Um, And um, then there's Isaac. And so we're going to look at um, Hebrews 11, verses 17 through 19. And um, then we're going to jump back to Genesis and talk about Abraham and Isaac. So, Terry, do you want to start us out there? Yep. By faith, Abraham, when God tested him, offered Isaac as a sacrifice. He who had embraced the promises was about to sacrifice his one and only son, even though God had said to him, it is through Isaac that your offspring will be reckoned. Abraham reasoned that God could even raise the dead, and so in a manner of speaking, he did receive Isaac back from the dead. I love that. He believed that the promise so deeply that he would, and it's counted that he did sacrifice. Not that he would, but he did. But he did. You know, according to the, um, um, I don't know what word I'm trying to find. Um, like it was credited to him as if he had actually mm-hmm. done it because he was going to do it, mm-hmm. but his one and only son. And that's, it's yeah. just like um, God sacrificing his one and only son. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, well, if we jump back to Genesis chapter 22, um, the last episode we were, it you know, kind of, Go hopping through several chapters. This one, we're just going to camp out in um, chapter 22. So it'll be a little bit easier to follow along with us. If you're reading along, um, it'll be a little easier. And we're going to hit some highlights that we're going to read specifically. And then we're we're just going to kind of talk through. So um, Terry, do you want to kind of jump through chapter 22 for us? And we can kind of fill in as we go along. Okay. Uh, Sometime later, God tested Abraham. He said to him, Abraham, Here I am, he replied. Then God said, take your son, your only son, Isaac, whom you love, and go to the region of Moriah. Sacrifice him there as a burnt offering on one of the mountains I will tell you about. Early the next morning, Abraham got up, saddled his donkey. He took with him two of his servants and his son, Isaac. When he had cut enough wood for the burnt offering, he set out out for the place that God had told him about. Yikes. Yeah. That's rough. Yeah. One piece of this, though, um, is Abraham had had a lot of time with God. Abraham mm-hmm. had, this had, this had gone on for a while. He knew um, God. He'd had a relationship with God. He'd seen God fulfill 
that he had a son. He'd seen, so I'm sure it's, it's different looking at like when Abraham first had to leave his father's um, land. Abraham has been walking with God for years now. Mm-hmm. And so he's in a different place. It still is rough. I don't know that this is what God would have asked of him initially. Um, right. You know, it's like God needs to build that relationship, I think, first. Right. Well, and in Hebrews, it does say that um, he believed enough that mm-hmm. he believed that God could raise him from the dead. And right. so he just said, okay, God, that's fine. Yeah. But can you imagine, um, you know, I, I don't know. I just think that even if I had walked so closely with God right. and then had this promise come to me and, you know, I'm a hundred years old and God gives me this child. And then he says, now it's time for you to go sacrifice him. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I still think I would be rattled. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Again, no, but then so many of these, I'm like, why is this the plan? Well, and think Mm -hmm. how traumatizing for Isaac. Um, Yeah. Because he's not a baby here. He's old enough to know he's being, you know, he thinks they're going to worship God. He's carrying Um, the wood. He's carrying the wood on his back. It is a, a, you know, a, a type of Jesus. You know, God gave his only son. I love the words that are in, um, in Genesis 22, where he says, Take your son, your only son, Isaac, whom you love, and go to the region of Moriah. So, you know, God's foreshadowing the fact that he's going to take his only son, the son mm-hmm. whom he loved, and yeah. sacrifice him. Mm-hmm. Um, so it really is a beautiful picture of, um, of God sort of putting that out there, this is what's going to happen um, with my only son whom I love. And preaching the gospel. I mean, really, this is the ultimate plan that God's showing him. Mm-hmm. Not going to be mm-hmm. Isaac. I'm going to provide the perfect lamb. Yeah. Well, and maybe that's another right. thing, too, because God does say um, that he'll provide, right? Mm-hmm. But so Abraham called that place the Lord will provide. The Lord will provide, yeah. Right. So right, gonna, yeah. Well, they're going on, they, they get to the days. Um, they're carrying their own wood to go for the burnt offering. They go to the place. Um, Abraham tells his servants, you know, this is where we're going to be. Just stay here and we're going to go worship the Lord. And so. Um, and he says, we will worship the Lord and we will come back. And we will, we come, will back. come back. Yeah. yeah. So mm-hmm. he's, no matter what goes on, he's, he's under the belief that he and Isaac are going to go back together. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right. And right. we were talking about um, Isaac not being a little kid. I've heard, I learned years ago from someone that he was probably about 17. Mm-hmm. A young so man. He's not a kid. He's, and I, I just imagine him being a, um, a brawny lad. Yeah. You know, and um, then it, it says that Abraham bound his son Isaac and laid him on the altar. It doesn't say Isaac begged for his life or anything like that. It's, I think that Isaac trusted Abraham, and maybe Isaac has a good relationship with God too, because he didn't, doesn't seem to have fought against this. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know how much Abraham explained after they got there, and he bound him. Maybe he told him. 
remember what God promised. You're the one that's going to provide these descendants. God will make a way. Well, and well, Abraham is questioned by Isaac because right. Abraham gives the wood to Isaac to carry up to the altar um, or up to the mountain. And he says, um, Father, yes, my son Abraham replies, the fire and wood are here. But where's the lamb for the burnt offering? And Abraham says to him, God himself will provide the lamb for the burnt offering. And the two of them went on together. Mm-hmm. And that's when they, that's when he then binds him and lays him on the altar. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So there had to have been some discussion mm-hmm. um, about what was going to happen and, and how things were going to go along. Well, well, this was a common, yeah. like to sacrifice mm-hmm. a ram. This was mm-hmm. pretty common. You know, the the part that was very different was that Isaac was on the altar. Yeah. But he knew the ritual. He knew to look for a lamb. He knew to look for something other than himself. Well, verse 10 says, and then he reached out his hand and took the knife to slay his son. So, I mean, it came pretty close to, right. you know, um, and no matter how much faith they had, um, that God was going to make it all right in the end, they still had to have been aware there could be some pretty big suffering mm-hmm. in between time. Yeah. Right. yeah, when I said that, I didn't mean to say they were all good and fine and everything yeah. was dandy mm-hmm. at all. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. You know, we talked, um, somebody mentioned in the last episode that now there's counseling to deal with the the angst that goes along that Ishmael would have encountered. You know, he was angry and had all of these things against him, and he needed counseling probably. Yeah. <laughs> At least we would sign him up pretty quickly in this day. Today we would, right. yeah. Think about Isaac, and think about the um, family counseling that would need to happen here. Yeah, after. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah. yeah. The next time he goes, hey, Isaac, we're going to go on a trip. <laughs> like, what? Uh, yeah. I, think, I think I'm feeling a virus uh, yeah. coming on or something. <laughs> yes. Dad, I am establishing some healthy boundaries here. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. But thankfully, in verse 11, the angel of the Lord called out to him from heaven, Abraham, Abraham, here I am, he replied. Do not lay a hand on the boy, he said. Do not do anything to him. Now I know that you fear God because you have not withheld from me your son, your only son, Isaac. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then Abraham too, but... looks up and sees a ram. Right, yeah. who was caught in the in the thicket. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anybody mm-hmm. know the ram's name? <laughs> I was married. No, I do. No. It was Billy because Isaac goes, oh, Billy, Billy, Billy. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, oh. <laughs> uh, I know. Lucky? I don't know. I can't think of a good name for the ram, but go ahead. <laughs> you know, one of the things that I found interesting, too, is it's not too far back where Ishmael and Hagar are actually kind of thrown out of the camp. They leave. So Isaac has seen his brother have to go away. Yeah. Um, and now he's taken up to the mountain, laid on the wood. I, I mean, it's a it's a little bit hair raising to think about some of this stuff. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, I would imagine that really there were probably some trust issues because you don't see a, a very healthy family pattern mm-hmm. in the past here necessarily. Right. Um, and Isaac must have some... known 
that Abraham loved Ishmael. I think it was pretty apparent Abraham did love Ishmael. Mm-hmm. So now he's right. And now he knows his dad loves him, but now he's going to get to be sacrificed. It's like, whoa. <laughs> yeah. And we have to remember that Abraham had all of these many, many years with walking with the Lord, but Isaac wouldn't have had all of that experience, especially, you know, as a young man, he would not have have had all of those experiences. How much do you think that was told and passed down through sitting around the fire telling the stories and, you know, like maybe tell me again, dad, how, you know, you you, you threw Ishmael out. No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) (laughs) Well, how God protected and provided. And mm. yeah, I'm sure there was plenty of that, Terry, because that's, mm-hmm. that's how they passed the stories down, right? Until we were written, right. until they were written down, they were oral. Right. Um, right. Yeah, it was all oral, so. I don't know how much Isaac knew Ishmael. He knew of him, but wasn't Ishmael kicked out when he was weaned? Um, when Isaac was weaned. Well, that's true, but don't you think he would have heard all about that? Yeah, he would have heard about it, but I don't know that he personally knew that Ishmael. he might have personally known him. I don't know. One thing I noticed uh, near the end, um, when Abraham dies, it, he was buried by Ishmael and Isaac. Oh. So I, Ishmael did come back somewhere, sometime in there. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if it was just for his death. How would he have heard it? How close were they? But mm-hmm. I, I did kind of yeah. like that at the end. Very cool. Yeah. yeah. So God has created this this ram, this sacrifice. And we, we were talking about how Isaac was bringing his, he was carrying the wood, but that God's mm-hmm. the one who created the, who had the ram there. Yeah. God himself right. provides the sacrifice. Just, again, that's a foreshadow of Jesus. God provided the sacrifice for our sins. Mm-hmm. Um, and while this time it was a ram, I think when it was Jesus, it was it must have been heartbreaking, absolutely heartbreaking. Yeah. What do you think? Yeah. About, it seems like God's always reminding Abraham that Isaac is your son, your only son, the one you love, the yeah. one you love. And he, well, he but the truth was, he wasn't the only son because no. there was Ishmael. Yeah. Right. But God is, I, you know, keep, God he's, keeps reminding him. He's the Isaac's only son the of the promise. covenant. Yeah. Uh, Isaac is the promised son. Yeah. He's, yeah. he's your son. He's the he's son the, I, that I promised you. Yeah. yeah. Just a thought. Kind of a, kind of a convoluted mess. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of hard for us to wrap our brains around. Yeah. You know, I mean, there are just a lot of cultural complexities. Um, and a lot of things that get tied in tradition and, and culture and um, just a lot of webs that kind of intermingle there. But, um, I mean, it's been foreshadowed here, and then we see it in Jesus. Like, this is where it's all broken. Like, in Jesus, all of that confusion and all of that mess and all of that, you know, your son here and this person here doesn't count because of this and whatever. But it's through Jesus and God's one and only son. Mm-hmm. But all of that is broken and we are redeemed. Mm-hmm. 
and we don't have to mess with all of the sacrifice and we don't have to mess with all of the the confusion of the firstborn versus the thirdborn versus the blessing of this versus, you know, whatever, because it, mm-hmm. it's all redeemed in him. The Jew and Gentile, we are reconciled into right. one family um, with Jesus. So, yeah. Right. But mm-hmm. Quite a plan. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, um, Carrie, can you read 15 and on for us mm-hmm. so that we can see kind of where where things end up for Abraham and Isaac. The angel of the Lord called to Abraham Abraham from heaven a second time and said, I swear by myself, declares the Lord, that because you have done this and have not withheld your son, your only son, I will surely bless you and make your descendants as numerous as the stars in the sky and as the sand on the seashore. Your descendants will take possession of the cities of their enemies and through your offspring, all nations on earth will be blessed because you have obeyed me. Yeah, so that's his promise coming, circling back again, where he's like, listen, I've told you I would number your descendants like the numbers of the stars. And this right here, it's because of this right here that you have shown that you trust me, that you have shown that you have no fear of the Lord, that this is where that we're taking off right now, just a reminder. Mm-hmm. So... And that through his offspring, all nations on earth will be blessed. So, you know, coming down the messianic line again, mm-hmm. you know, it's, mm-hmm. it's, it's coming down and it's coming down to all nations, which yeah. is a pretty great promise because um, it's not how, you know, the Israelites or the Jews kind of saw things. They were God's chosen and they felt they were it. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like the Gentiles and all the nations get the blessing. Mm-hmm. Right. I, I think yeah. one of the things I like the best as we study all this, if we study Abraham, um, is his growth in his faith with God, with God. It wasn't just automatic for him that he had to step out and then God told him the next step. It wasn't all given to him all right away. And, and even when it was, in terms of when you're talking about the promise, the as numerous as the stars, it didn't make any sense. So it's like, even when things don't make sense, it still holds as a promise, but then it's like, you have to step into it. Then you have to step in again and take the next one. And that's why I just see Abraham's faith, just continuing to pursue that relationship with God, that covenant with God. Um, and, and he had a walk of faith with God. He, did, he never saw all of his descendants. Right. He couldn't possibly have seen how the earth, numerous, numerous, you know, I wasn't there. He couldn't count me. Right? Right. I, I'm, right. I, mean, I, I don't know if I'm a descendant from Ishmael or Isaac, but I do know I'm a descendant from Abraham. You're an Abraham. That's right. Right. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Pretty cool. Good. And I guess a part when I look at that, it's like, we don't know how our actions are going to impact others after we're gone too. And walking and sowing God's seed and um, sharing the love of Christ with people, praying with people, that makes such a difference. We don't, but we may not ever see it. We just have to walk in faith that when we do the right thing, when we stay close to God, um, when we believe that he'll create the sacrifice, and he already has, it's Jesus Christ, when we believe that and we stand on faith, that helps us take the next step, the next step of faith. And that's mm-hmm. how we grow in our faith. 
Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's good. That's good. Yeah. That's right. Okay. Well, would somebody like to um, close us out today? As we have finished talking about Abraham. Mm-hmm. Father, we're so thankful for your word that we can learn so much from it, that we can learn about Abraham and the faith that he had, that you would keep your promises to him, even when it seemed impossible, <clears throat> that you are the God who does the impossible all the time. And um, we're just happy to be able to dig into it and we just pray that our um, faith in you would grow, Lord, and that we would continue to take steps, as Rosemary said, toward that growth, steps toward you um, as you lay out the plan before us and that you'll show us where we're supposed to go. And we just um, ask you to bless our time together, bless the people who are going to be listening. <laughs> You know, pray that they'll dig into it for themselves too, because there's so much more that we did not um, talk about. And we just pray that you would um, just plant it all deep in the hearts of the people that are listening. We pray in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Ha <laughs> <laughs>